0: Hi, this is Gary Life Art, and you are listening to podcast Body is a Temple in this episode.
1: One of the main recurrent problems we we find with our our students and our, our clients and people tell us is that they're not centered.
0: What does it mean?
1: They're distracted. They're in momentum. They're like a pinball. They're just, you know, there's too much information. There are too many problems. There are too many. They're just off they're feeling like they're, quote, there's a behind the eight ball, they're just catching up. So that means you're going to have a life where you're settling, and you're stressed. And that's going to lead, that's going to aggravate those problems we've talked about feeling not good enough, feeling unsuccessful, and so forth, uh, feeling overwhelmed. And that happens to us all at times. So the solution that uh, all of our work is about is how to take the power for yourself to be the creator of your life to live more from your soul breathing into that heart and we have exercises and way to do that you can do that at any time you don't need like a beautiful sunset or sunrise and that's one way to do it just breathing into your heart and feeling your centeredness and connectedness to everything and everyone and as you do that then you slow down you breathe you're here in this moment and you can live your life fully and you can start to prioritize what is important. How do I get those intelligences, the spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, right? What is my next loving step? So become centered. I would recommend that as a priority because from there all else, all good things can follow from there and be connected with your soul in the process. And that's what we focus on and help people do.
0: this is Carrie life art and you are listening to body is a temple podcast that will motivate and inspire you to live longer and look younger enjoy the show Hi guys, welcome into Body is a Temple podcast, another uh, episode today with Philip, and we're going to talk about my favorite subject, which is uh, holistic uh, health, uh, energy healing, and um, welcome Philip.
1: (laughs) Great to be with you, Karina, and uh, the Body is a Temple, I like that That name of your show as well.
0: Thank you so much. And um, I always at the beginning uh, give a chance to my guests to introduce themselves and just tell, tell your story because I feel that's, that this is one of the most important things nowadays so people can hear that all the successful stories were bumpy. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to, to hear it.
1: <laughs> right. Well, uh, my story had a lot of bumps, as you said, a lot of ups and downs, leaps of faith and i was very interested in spiritual growth especially by the time i was in my 20s i actually went to film school i thought i would be a film writer director and when i looked at hollywood it said nah that's not, i don't want to get really involved in that there's too many problems i like i like some things but I think I'll just take it elsewhere. I didn't know where. Trust my heart. uh, Follow my soul is what I realized I was doing uh, looking back. And um, uh, I started looking at different ways of awakening spiritual traditions uh, traditional things like Japanese tea ceremony and Buddhist uh, uh, retreats and meditations and all kinds of things. And, and I'm a little on. Um, I'm a little older than some people, although I feel like I have a long ways to go. Uh, but at, at that time, years ago, uh, there was not as much available with the internet and so forth. Pre-internet days. Uh, Eventually, I found a Gurdjieff-Ospensky school, which is actually coming more from your neck of the woods in the world, uh, from uh, the Russian area and so forth. Um, Anyways, they were spiritual sages, uh, Gurdjieff and Ospensky in a group based on spiritual principles. I was interested in it, joined it. Uh, And there were principles and there were practices and, uh, uh, and it was very good. And and I I use a lot of that uh, information and knowledge and and tools in our current coaching healing program. But there was some real limitations, uh, Karina, uh, specifically, and this is a common one, and a lot of people listening are going to go, yes, I know what he's talking about. And what I'm about to say is, uh, there was the charismatic, all knowing, seemingly all knowing leader, right? And many of us in parts of our lives, we give our power away even intentionally to a powerful uh, person who seemingly knows more than us. Uh, and, you know, at first we did it just in we're programmed by our parents and people. So we have a lot of that to deal with. But then we do it intentionally uh, if we give ourselves to the teacher, guru, priest, etc., a powerful leader. And that can be useful for a, a time. One of the interesting things, Karina, in this group, and, and you may have come across this kind of, uh, uh, what's the word, way of thinking or way of being is, is that once you find this, name it, this group, this religion, this uh, uh, way of doing things, then you are, have arrived and you are saved and you are chosen. You know, you may be born into it or founded. So that was true in this group. And that gets into sort of cultic things like following the leader or following the one way, everything else is exclusive and and, and not as good and actually maybe even condemned in some way. So that was true of this group. This can I, can
0: group. I interrupt? <laughs> I oh, was... yeah. I would like to ask, like, what, like, why did you actually started to be interested in the spirituality and, like, start looking for that? Because this is something that usually people start to be interested when they had some, like, a major event in their life. Let's say, like, a common way of thinking is more like a materialistic, you know, like, just like living regular life, focus on, you know, earning money, you know, hanging out with the family. Not everybody is into spirituality. And even now when I am like traveling and like meeting a lot of people, and I'm also like traveling, looking for spiritual communities, but it's not, they they are not that common, you know, like you need to kind of like make your research to find them. Yeah. You have
1: to, you have to seek it out. Right. Yeah. take some effort. Well, let, let me, uh, uh, I I touch on a couple of that was a really good question. Thanks for for bringing that up. Um, The awakening part, what awakens you? You Some people are sort of have that from a very young place in their life. And I I was a little bit that way when I began my life. I mean, earlier on, I was just feeling like I I could help the world. I could make an impact. I could do something in the world, which is sort of helping the world, which is a spiritual um, mission, a spiritual notion, a spiritual drive of course, you're very young and so forth. And then when I grew up, I, I went to f- uh, film school. I didn't mention that in my story I, I, that much. Uh, uh, and, I, and I did a student film and it was a big flop. So this was an awakening. Sometimes when something doesn't work, uh, when you do the belly flop, so to speak. Uh, and it was kind of embarrassing in front of all my peers to, to, to show this film, which I realized was, was not very good. And it made me feel like I was not very good. And here's a little secret. What if you can internalize this, you're going to free yourself and save a lot of years of suffering. And the secret is, there's parts in all of us that feel very shameful and not very good. And why is that? Well, it's usually one of two things, uh, and and it's either the programming of what people tell you who you are, your parents. And they were told who they were, you know, you're this, you're smart, you're not smart, you're you're gonna be great, you're gonna be a failure, you're not, you know, you're clumsy, whatever you were told, you know, you're not very good at this. And you internalize that without any discrimination growing up. So that's who you think you are. You're not, but it's a program. Or you have something really terrible happen to you, maybe partly because of the program, trauma, abuse, et cetera. And that becomes a real showstopper a real limiting way so at a, at a certain point and that's not you that's something you're here to learn from and use as kind of grist for the mill as they say is something to awaken from kind of without that that would be like a if it was all too smooth and easy we might be too comfortable so that like when I saw my my film failure uh that awakened me and made me search for those spiritual organizations, like I was saying earlier, Buddhism and Japanese team ceremonies, psychologies, etc. Uh, and in the Gurjiev group, uh, I realized that I didn't need to follow a leader. And I met my wife and partner there. She was a seeker too, Jane Mountrose. And we married and we left the group. We were shunned, we were damned, you know, we weren't going to heaven because we weren't no longer the chosen ones. Uh And then we started seeking more. Then we went really more intensely on, you know, what is out there. And we realized a lot of it was healing. Uh, Many people don't realize that spirituality and spiritual growth and awakening is, is, it's necessary. It's not optional. It's necessary to heal yourself because of that programming and traumas that we all have often early in life. Yes, actually always early in life and maybe along the way. So... We set on a mission to find different healing modalities. And, and we came across, a, we started with holistic hypnotherapy. We are always kind of a spiritual approach. We found someone who helped us do soul centering, which our new book, The Loving Power of Your Soul, is all about how to connect with your soul and live by it and get he- and healed by it. And we can talk a little more about that in a minute. And uh, then we uh, came across EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques, Early on, we were early adopters. We d- wrote some of the more popular books on EFT, Getting Through to Your Emotions with EFT and others. And we developed a healing technique, uh, Karina, called um, Spiritual Kinesiology, uh, healing from the soul using muscle testing, <clears throat> which works really well. And there's some really astonishing things that happen, which I can share a little bit too from using this. So that was part of our awakening using that. And then we became well, Jane was, she began as an architect during all this time in our 20s and 30s, and that she got really burnt out from that, felt her soul was dying, became chronically fatigued, couldn't really work. I was an educator, which I enjoyed, but it sort of lack, it lacked its passion. And after a while, I knew I wanted to teach something else, which was more about healing and coaching and life purpose, which I do now through our books and trainings. So I think that completes the story. And maybe that... Uh, uh, I don't know if that answered your question, but that uh, yes. addressed yes.
0: it. Yes, that completes the story. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, like this major awakening usually happens when these kind of things uh, uh, appear to, to someone's life, which at the at the moment when we are going through this, it seems so embarrassing and shame as, yes. as you, as you say, but later we are so grateful for that because if not this, right. you know, we would not have this awakening. Yeah. <laughs>
1: right. And, and I want to follow up on that little secret I shared about everyone has the shame based parts. Once you realize that then those are the areas to heal. They're not your soul. They're a wounded part a fragmented part, uh, they're not really who you are, but they're, they're actually something can, you can help to awaken. Once you realize that, then it totally shifts your, your understanding of yourself and the world and your reality, because then it's not me. It's not me, Philip, who did a terrible film at UCLA in, years ago. <laughs> That's a part of me that was wounded and injured and may, have, may even be traces if it comes up and bothers me still. If not, it was just part of my past that I, I learned from. So they actually, it's completely different. So, oh, wow, I feel terrible. I feel like a horrible person. Wait a second. You know, that's a wounded part of yourself. That's not you. Completely different way of being in that moment instead of feeling terrible, cringing, doing terrible behavior, hiding in this, and so forth, being defensive.
0: Yeah, but also sometimes, like, it's good to do terrible things because then you can learn how, how to do the terrible things, and the next time you might not do do it terrible. I bet many uh, film uh, directors did many hot, terrible films, and this is how they learn to make a uh, good ones. But yeah, we need to like have the narrative that's going to tell us oh so cool I just fail on the small movie so I have a growth opportunity when I'm gonna do a big movie not to fail bigger you know and learn from the mistakes but yeah but like a first hit is sometimes can like turn around all the situation and push us to a totally different direction
1: (laughs) right yeah sometimes it's easier to do a small belly flap than a big belly flap
0: yeah something like that yeah (laughs) Uh, okay, so um, then did you kind of form that you want to become like a holistic coach and an energy healer was that like, came in front of you that this is what you want to do?
1: Right. So for the people listening, like, what do you do? And, and this gets into sometimes called the life purpose, the life focus, the life plan. And that's where we started to realize in our spiritual growth. We, when I'm saying we, I'm saying Jane Mountrose, my wife and partner. It's not an <laughs> abstract we, um, was what we were doing. In fact, one of our earliest books was called Getting Through to Your Soul, and the subtitle was The Four Keys to Living Your Divine Purpose. And that was written. In around 2000 which is a long time ago I guess relatively but the the point is the idea of purpose was was not well known it, it is traditionally in religions and so forth but in the in the everyday culture it was a new thing and now life purpose is pretty out there, it's pretty, it's getting fairly mainstream and understanding and different levels to it. It can be very kind of traditional, or it can be a more soul-based, a deeper uh, approach, which is what we do and help people with. So that purpose was, was uh, what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be with my life. And, 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 and the way we came to understand this, Karina, is if you follow your passions intelligently, not selling everything and moving to Hawaii, but doing it gradually. Although some people do a big jump and it works, but most people that's not the right approach. If you go gradually grounded and take one step in doing things that you enjoy and love, in my case, it was healing, awakenings, spiritual teaching. Uh, and I was I'm very good at it. It's just a natural thing. So why not do things that are my gifts? Where does the gift come from? Your gifts come from the source or oneness or God and you develop them things are just how are you you know how was I naturally good at you know coaching and healing how I mean you can learn and you want to learn and advance it and some things take a while to awaken and find them but uh, they're just things you're a natural at it's it's easy right what are some things that are easy easy and natural like talents that you have I can kind of guess some of them
0: Mm -hmm. I feel also making interviews, but it's not yes. that came like I was born with that. I think it came because I was like listening to many shows, and interviews and podcasts, and they actually changed my life also in my mindset. So this is how I learned also. And this is also how I get the idea to start my own podcast. And I think also things connected with health and nutrition, you know, like it's very easy for me when someone asks, asking me questions about what exercise they should um, do to kind of figure out what kind of um, posture issue they might have or something like that, you know, to, uh, to advise them certain type of trainings that will enhance their, their health, the holistic health. Um, the same with the nutrition to kind of like ask a couple of questions and like figure out like, okay, what are they actually doing wrong? Because most people know how to eat healthy, but sometimes they do something that they are not aware. um, Right. That is like um, making them gaining weight or like having a brain shock. So like, also because I've been like very passionate about that, and and right. I have a lot of intuition also and knowledge about that, so I guess those things come to me easy.
1: <laughs> okay, so you uh, very articulately expressed your your purpose to me and to us, and let me put in context. Uh, and uh, so the things that you are good at, and, and it may have taken you a while to learn how to become a good podcaster. It took me a while to become you know a good coach and healer. It wasn't something I even though I had natural talents, I to learn how to develop spiritual kinesiology and develop a whole new methodology that works. It's, I mean, it was following my heart and intuition, but it took some training and skills and so forth, like you becoming a good podcaster. And you sound like you're naturally sort of a, a, a coach consultant comes very easily, passionately to you around exercise and nutrition. Is, is that right? Did I hear that right?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's how you're making your contribution to the world. If you follow that, even though it may have points where you kind of get lost or need help, or you go to that next level or have to reinvent yourself. And being my age, I have reinvented, reinvented myself a few times, but it's still on the same path of making the world a more loving, nurturing place, which by the way, making the world a more loving, nurturing Place is the mission of our nonprofit institution called Awakenings Institute. So we actually sort of have it written out and help people uh, through our programs um, uh, for the world to become a more honoring, nurturing, loving place where everyone's gifts are uh, respected and honored.
0: Yeah, thank you for this exercise. That was uh, like really nice because um when I think about my purpose I feel it's changing all the time like every day and I wake up with a new purpose but actually when I think about through the questions that you ask me like no those those things are like a root and they are usually constant Uh, maybe the way how I express this purpose for example you know Mm. I've been working as a personal trainer Um, But I wasn't like really enjoying that. So now Mm -hmm. I work more with uh, health and wellness marketing, uh, which gives me, Mm -hmm. you know, opportunity to travel and work remotely and also express my knowledge through Mm -hmm. through marketing and helping other clients to to make some, you know, um, materials that they need connected with health. So, yeah, the roots of the purpose stays the same, just the way how I express and like uh, show it to the world is different.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah, And let me follow up on that. That was well said that. Thanks for sharing that. Um, So you're skills and your interests are still there. I mean, you're st- you know, you're always going to be good at, at the exercise, nutrition, consulting. I'm always going to be good at coaching and healing and uplifting people spiritually and life purpose, but it's going to take different forms and different opportunities. If, if you uh, are open to the opportunities that present themselves, so you will attract them. We, we're, at this time we're coming out with a new little course called uh, the heart and soul of an abundant life a grounded approach using energy healing oracles and angels so we love expected, that <laughs> that's the new course it'll, it'll be out uh, at, at, Well, what depends when this airs but it'll be out in in april 2022 but um anyway the, uh we've expanded to include things which we've been studying and using sort of privately, and namely doing works with Oracle, Tarot things, and angels over the months and years. And now we've just added that, even though we've been doing it personally, individually, to, to helping and sharing it with other people as our knowledge and expertise has grown, we can share that. And so people can bring in that into their life, into their purpose, into their coaching and healing
0: could you tell more about like, so what is your approach with the angels and Oracle? Like what are the, actually the belief? Like, so do you believe in angels and like, what are they doing on earth? Or like, do you believe with some, in some other things like aliens or whatever spirits <laughs> or like, like what is, what are the the foundation of the belief and what those beings or entities are like doing with humans actually? Are they like helping us or like more disturbing? Just-
1: well i'm just going to mention that briefly because that's not really the focus of our work although that's included in our upcoming course but uh with the angels i think the best way to understand angels is you may want to just study them and there's a lot of information easily in books on the internet and some of it's very uh is is very different from one another so you kind of have to scan through some different sources uh, but really, the best way to do it is if you know how to connect spiritually, you just connect with them energetically, when you have kind of an understanding of different angels, Razael and, and uh, Gabriel and and Metatron and so forth, all the Michael, all these archangels, these very uh, powerful, wonderful, loving sources, and you bring them into your awareness and Uh, So then you're actually connecting with them directly in your guidance and and you can journal about it and get messages and so forth. And that's what we do and show people how to do it As, as an additional tool, not essential. Although it seems like most people believe in angels that comes traditionally, as you know, in traditional sources, b- different traditional religions talk about angels. So it's out there. Uh, it, it seems far out, but if you connect with them, uh, it, it doesn't seem so far out if it's, if it's a tangible experience for you.
0: Yeah, you're not the first uh, coach who's talking about angels. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Gabby Bernstein. And she talks about angels in her books uh, many times. And she's quite popular. She's like million views on the social media. Uh, One one of her book uh, is called The Super Attractor. And the other is a spiritual junkie. And she's like going through all the angels name by name, explaining what is the main kind of like energy area and how it's good it's good to have
1: uh yeah have some kind of understanding what we like to focus on though is people being empowering and healing themselves because they can easily give their power away to to anything or anyone even give it away to angels or other wonderful people or healers kind of going back to the uh story i said about giving my power away to a very powerful guru or healer so you want to use it supplementally you want to use it to assist your own uh, finding out your purpose and your mission in life so you can do whatever you're here to do. And that means taking finding out what it is and it can change and evolve like we've been saying and then figuring out taking your next loving step.
0: Yes, I like what you said because no matter what kind of beings are around and are if they helping us or not, at the end of the day, no one is living our life. And we are responsible exactly. f- responsible for taking decisions and creating our reality. So I like that a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's something that's easy to, to remember, uh, easy to forget. And, and when we start off on our path, and we write and talk about the spiritual stages, Karina, uh, at first, it is breaking away from the group. That's a spiritual stage where you have the strength to say, I'm no longer going to be with the, the comfort of this group. It could be a, a religion. It could be a family, a cultural thing. Uh, and then you go out on your own sort of into the woods uh, and you explore different things. And then you go into the dark woods, as it's said sometimes in literature, Dante, and you feel lost and have the dark night of the soul. And then you start to heal those parts. So it's no longer... Uh, possible to be a certain way it's no longer possible to you know have all the clutter in your life or all the fear in your life or whatever is throwing all the codependence at a certain point it's intolerable that's an awakening stage and we like to help people at that stage because it can be difficult on your own when you are sort of facing quote the demons the the inner challenges because they seem very uh unknown, unfamiliar, overwhelming, what do I do? And so if you have someone who is, uh, can help you heal yourself, heal yourself, the other person isn't doing it to you or for you, but assisting you. And that's really good to get some expert help uh, transition. And then you start to love yourself more, those wounded parts, the wounded parts that feel like you're uh, unlovable or feel like you're a failure, those kind of things. And they keep coming up in different parts as you evolve and go on in your journey. Uh, and that's part of the awakening where you start to gain your more authentic voice and more connection and are able to help the world more fully and intentionally.
0: Yes, um, beautiful. The self-love part, yeah, it's a it's a big thing. Um, it took me a long time, like everybody was talking about that, but like truly embody this and like truly you know put it into the action and like instead of um abusing myself sometimes um just like take things easy and like really show myself the self-love because I was like all the time in this mindset that I need to push more I need to do more I'm not enough to do that like I'm not pretty enough I'm not smart enough I'm not I don't speak English good enough you know while just like OK, you did the best you can and just be grateful for that and just, you know, hug yourself, congratulate yourself instead of beating yourself up. You know, OK, maybe you said something wrong. English, not the best grammatic or whatever thing, but who cares? You know, <laughs> I care. only. So, yeah, I'm thanks.
1: impressed that you can speak English so well. I mean, a second language uh, is that's impressive to me.
0: Yes, thank you. And now I'm also trying to learn uh, Spanish and speak well because I'm I'm traveling through Latin America last two years. So different countries, a little bit here and a little bit uh, there. And I'm in Colombia currently. So, yeah, yeah, I feel I I really like uh, working with languages because they are also opening the different ways of thinking uh, in the mind when you're like thinking through different languages, Okay, but let's not uh, dive into this one. Um, I want to ask you now, what does it mean for you uh, to live living a holistically healthy life?
1: Right. Uh, we we write about it in our book, The Loving Power of Your Soul, the, the four intelligences that people are familiar with. Use your soul, your higher awareness, your higher beingness. who you are. You come into this life with a soul like you're sort of a, a branch, a part of your soul. Uh, it's connected with you and you can co-create with it. And what it uses is your holistic um, intelligences, with a plural, namely your, your spiritual intelligence, your, your uh, mental intelligence, your emotional intelligence, and your physical intelligence. So uh, some people are just, again, by nature, more developed uh, either physical abilities mental, emotional, or even spiritual ability. So some of this is kind of by nature where you're coming in and your starting point. But when you start to become aware that you are a holistic person, that right now you have spiritual interest, just listening to this show, you have a, a awareness of, of oneness and connecting with oneness in the world and unity and uh, uh, big picture. So that's your spiritual intelligence, how that develops. You know, you may do things to foster that, you know, meditate, mindfulness, uh, listing maybe the podcast, like your, the body is a temple. Uh, so that's a spiritual intelligence you can develop, uh, and you want to do this harmoniously. And then there's the mental intelligence, your beliefs, what are you thinking? It, and, and everyone's heard of the placebo effect, probably, uh, where just your mind and your body can be, quote, tricked by a fake pill, an inert pill. So Scientists don't really know it, but you can actually cure physical, serious physical illness, depression and headaches, and much more through just imagining uh, uh, that you're taking a pill in these studies, which is just a, a fake, inert pill versus the people who are taking, quote, the real pill. <laughs> so if your mind can be that powerful, uh, that intelligence can be used to develop yourself. Uh, as a human being, to develop your purpose, to live a life fully, and accelerate your evolution. So that's your thinking. You know what are you thinking? You know, and kind of monitoring that. Most of our thoughts are repetitive and actually negative. And if we don't monitor them, they become default and negative things from our parents. You know, you're stupid. You're lo- No one will love you. Uh, you can't do this. You're not uh, smart enough. No one in your family did it. All those negative, limiting thinkings. If if you don't intentionally monitor it and you know, it's kind of like saying you know if you don't look at you know things uh around you you won't see think clutter right i mean if you don't look at oh wow that's out of place that's dirty that ne- needs to be fixed so you have to pay attention which we can go through life without paying much attention oddly enough and still function until usually an accident or, or we break down with disease because of that which is the big wake-up call so paying attention to your beliefs your thoughts we're talking about the holistic intelligence and then just go to emotional intelligence some people are pretty good emotionally emotional awareness I think you are because you feel like you're you connect with people pretty easily and and relate to people uh and have kind of a very open-hearted nature and that's great uh and so you want to just kind of sense uh yourself are you uh Kind of cultivating with your heart an open feeling of compassion for people and yourself, like when you were saying those nurturing things to yourself a moment ago when you when you made a mistake. That's being compassionate to yourself like you would to someone else. If you're being kind, uh, if you're just understanding your feelings, what am I feeling here? I'm feeling kind of like something's off, like you're maybe your it can be your intuition. What's what's going on here? You know, respecting that. Without maybe getting carried away with it, using some some validation too in this, so you don't get carried away by maybe others. And then your physical intelligence, and that goes back to your specialty, one of your specialties, Karina, uh, your your exercise, your diet, your sleep. Gee, I got a bad night's sleep. Luckily, not this day because I'm feeling good, but the previous day for various things, I think I overdid it and I paid the price by le- not enough sleep. There's no, there's really, I don't know, there's no um, there's no replacement for lack of sleep. There's sort of some ways you can compromise. I mean, maybe you know some, but I mean, it's real essential. Sunlight is another thing. Getting enough sunlight is real, real essential things. So that should develop your physical intelligence and having body. Now, my wife, Jane Mountrose, She's more emotionally oriented, not only because she's a woman, but just kind of her nature is more that way. Some people are more emotional and it could be men or that way. And it's not just men or women. Um, So she has to really discipline herself to exercise regularly. For me, it's pretty easy because I enjoy it. But for her, she doesn't really enjoy it that much. But some things, you know, we do, you know, you might not enjoy taking out the garbage, but you want to discipline yourself to do it. You know, some things that are maintenance things in life that give you a good life that without it, uh, if you don't exercise, you're going to pay the price uh, much larger than the energy and investment of exercising and just learn ways if it's not real to find something you do enjoy or watch an enjoyable video while you're exercising or whatever. Uh, So that's physical Uh, um, emotional, mental, and spiritual. So the soul harnesses, uses all those intelligences. So you have that holistic model of intelligence and health and well-being.
0: Yes, thank you. I totally agree with that, um, that we need to have like a view of all different areas in life, not just a uh, one narrow. when it comes to health, like um, nutrition or exercise or mindset, everything needs to cooperate um, together. Uh, could you maybe uh, briefly talk more a little bit about your books and courses? Like what can people uh, expect when they will um, visit your website? Like what they can find over there?
1: Right, our website gettingthrough.org, gettingthru.org. We've had the website Karina for over 20 years. We were really early adopters of the internet, so it's quite big. It has multiple websites and it has a lot of uh, free downloads, videos, audios on holistic coaching, healing, energy work, holistic EFT, many things, many techniques we have developed, many articles and videos. And trainings, Uh, I mentioned the one coming up, The Heart and Soul of an Abundant Life, but we have many other home study certifications in holistic EFT, energy healing and spiritual kinesiology, the healing from the soul technique I mentioned earlier. And we have a larger uh, coaching and healing online program, a coach and healing uh, with EFT online certification, which people really love. It really sort of changes their lives kind of from a before and after because um, when you are more connected with your soul and your purpose, everything changes. You you look at life differently. You have a different viewpoint. You're more connected. You're more on purpose. So uh, some people might just want a kind of a taster. And I do have a free kit, a free little holistic kit with part of our new book I can share with your audience, uh, if that's okay, too. And that might give them kind of a sense of things.
0: Yes, like can we like put it into the show notes where they can like download this or something like that? Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's a tiny URL and abbreviated URL. So this this holistic spiritual uh, free kit that we have on our website is tinyurl.com/slash/spiritual-kit. tinyurl.com/slash/spiritual kit and there's part of our new book the loving power of your soul there's a, a healing video at eft there's some holistic resources of people to go further and tr- different things they can pursue so there's it's a really nice little free download a free gift that people might want to take advantage of
0: yes thank you for that what do you find um from this many years of a career um that, what what's the main problem that um You came across that people have and is it this problem Mm -hmm. the same last years or maybe it changed over a time a little bit?
1: I would say one of the main recurrent problems we we find with our our students and our, our clients and people tell us is that they're not centered.
0: What does it mean? <laughs>
1: they're distracted. They're in momentum. They're like a pinball. They're just, you know, there's too much information. There are too many problems. There are too many. They're just off. They're feeling like they're, quote, there's a behind the eight ball. They're just catching up. So that means you're going to have a life where you're settling and you're stressed. And that's going to lead. That's going to aggravate those problems. We've talked about feeling not good enough, feeling unsuccessful and so forth. Uh, feeling overwhelmed and that happens to us all at times so the solution that uh, all of our work is about is how to take the power for yourself to be the creator of your life to live more from your soul breathing into that heart and we have exercises and way to do that you can do that at any time you don't need like a beautiful sunset or sunrise and that's one way to do it just breathing into your heart and feeling your centeredness and connectedness to everything and everyone. And as you do that, then you slow down, you breathe, you're here in this moment and you can live your life fully and you can start to prioritize what is important. How do I get those intelligences, the spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, right? What is my next loving step? So become centered. I would recommend that as a priority because from there, all else all good things can follow from there and be connected with your soul in the process. And that's what we uh, focus on and help people do.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I agree with that. I, when you explain what does it mean? I, I realized that I've many times, I've been in this kind of situations when I was like trying to do many things at the one time and I wasn't happy about any of this. <laughs> right. And, uh, now like also because I'm moving and traveling like now I was for three weeks in one place in Colombia in Palomino and after those three weeks I finally organized my time over there that I couldn't really like listen to my soul and I could and, and I understood that I want to focus on um my professional portfolio connected only in with health and wellness and i don't want to do other projects um because right. this is my passion and i should sh- i should like make my communication when i'm describing my pro- portfolio straightforward that this is my area of expertise and that's it you know Makes um, sense. yeah
1: yeah good for you Excellent. Um,
0: could you tell what is your current um, purpose and, and mission with uh, with your projects and your personnel?
1: Uh, well, uh, our general purpose, as I mentioned, from Awakenings Institute, our nonprofit organization, is devoted to making the world a more loving place where everyone's gifts are honored, including nature, nature's gifts. Um, so that's our overall mission. And we do that, uh, Karina, through the coaching and healing and uh, helping people with life purpose. Uh, and we do that through our free uh, articles and video videos and our courses and trainings and individual sessions. And, and people can contact us for individual sessions too. at our getting through getting thru.org website too, if they'd like to work with us individually to help them heal and awaken. And you- uh, there's a, if, if they want to, connect with us that way there's a url on that tinyurl.com slash heal dash awake tinyurl.com slash heal dash awake if they want to connect with us and see if we can help them individually
0: Sure, I'm going to put all the links in the in the show notes. Uh, what about your, your personal uh, mission and purpose?
1: <laughs> well, if I figure each day, you know, if I can do as much as I can and enjoy my life, enjoyment is a big part of it. If I can do the coaching and healing and creative work that inspires me, and feel good about all the things, you know, that I'm supposed to be doing and the maintenance work. And love my dogs and my wife and partner Jane Mount Rose and help other people to awaken and live fully. And I feel that's good. If whatever I do, whatever shows up each day, that's a good day for me. And if I missed a few steps, you know, I review it and figure out, you know, what I'll do next time to improve.
0: Yes, beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Um, if you could advise to the listeners, one thing that they can start doing just right right after listening to the podcast that could change their life uh, for better, what would it be and why?
1: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say briefly two things. One is learn how to connect with your soul, which is what we we talk about in our books and websites. So learn how to connect with your soul if you don't know that consciously instead of deep by default by a beautiful sunset or a tragedy which will come just automatically but do it intentionally but the the other next brief thing is you and that'll put you more in this place where you can just breathe and say what is my next loving step what is my next step
0: okay but like shall they like write it down or i don't know even record like to understand that.
1: They could. I mean, that then then that is that their next step. So if you ask yourself, what is your next step? Uh, you know, my next step uh, is is going to you know, complete this this interview and do it as as well as I can, and be here now. And then I'll figure out what I'll be doing. I have some some things on my to do list today, and just uh, how to nurture and nourish myself and be in a soulful place. And what what does that seem? If it's to write it down, then that's it. If if writing it down is helpful to you do that if saying it aloud is good do that if it's saying it into the computer or cell phone you know and recording it whatever you want to do you do that and then that directs you you know if you're not sure what it is say I'm just going to open and wait and until it presents itself I'm going to be open and alert and opportunities will come your way and you'll see them instead of being on default with the blinders on and being overwhelmed you'll be clear and open in a receptive place.
0: Okay, yes. Um, How would you describe your perfect word? If you could, perfect. like,
1: perfect, what's that?
0: Word, perfect word, like, how would the word look like, if you could, like, change everything that you want?
1: Oh, perfect world.
0: Yeah, word. Yeah. Per-
1: perfect, the perfect world. Uh, and that's a great question. And that's Uh, just to put it in a framework is is I I see that as like that's how you discover your purpose Uh, so I would like the world to become more uh, loving creative prosperous and collaborative those are the words that spark me loving creative uh, prosperous and collaborative world so what I'm doing here now with you and in my life not every second of every moment, but just generally speaking in that direction is going to making the world, including myself a more creative, loving, prosperous, collaborative person. And then I feel good about myself. And I feel that's a good way for the world to go. And other people might have, you know, variations on that. Those may not be their words, but those words are inspiring and light me up.
0: And how would you like recognize that the word is more loving, for example, let's just like take loving, like how, like, what, how the people mm-hmm. will, um, behave, mm-hmm. like talk to each other. So you will know, Oh, actually they are more loving that they were a day before or something like that.
1: <laughs> that, that, that's, that's a, an interesting question. Uh, because, you know, it's hard to evaluate objectively the world, you know, where it is in its loving quotient, you know, yeah. but you can certainly see it specifically in your life. And then it, it, interest interests like there's a good news newsletter I subscribe to. What is the good news? You know, most of that's not being reported because it's not quote newsworthy by uh, mainstream channels. You know, people are helping out, people are giving, people are doing loving acts, people, and you can see that in your own life by doing it yourself or just someone else being kind or helping someone uh, or someone uh, uh, paying attention or listening or doing a heartfelt uh, gesture or, or comment or being generous. So you can do that. I can do it. You can just see elements of it. It's, it's hard to evaluate it on a worldwide scale, but if you put yourself in that place, that's all you can really do. And, you know, there's so many things going on. We seem to be at this existential pivotal time And we've certainly almost exterminated ourselves, you know, throughout the, especially throughout recent years, the last hundred years, hopefully we won't do that again, but with the environmental crisis, it's, I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a trigger. It's inspiring people, maybe out of necessity to become more awake, loving and connected. Um, but don't wait to do it by default just do it intentionally and start to see things change you know because we may be at that 11th hour and a small number of people can make a big difference in fact that's generally what happens a few people coming from the heart coming from the soul being intentional can have so much concentrated energy it can affect the whole and that's how great things have happened throughout history
0: Yes. Okay. Thank you. Is there anything uh, that you would like to add uh, about your work uh, at the very end of uh, our conversation?
1: Well, uh, I just really enjoyed. Thank you for having me on your wonderful uh, podcast, The Body as a Temple. And uh, I really enjoyed that. And I really enjoy sharing with people and helping people have a more uh, soul centered, more open heart way of doing it. And if I can help them, or my wife, Jane Mountrose can help you in any way, you know, go to our website, getting through getting thru.org. Go there. uh, And maybe we can help you or you might want to read or watch something that could be helpful to you.
0: Yes, thank you for doing what what you're doing. And uh, yes, thank you for your time.